my name is Joey Serrano, and this podcast focuses on migration. And within this podcast, we're going to um, cover a few topics such as what is migration, as well as different types of migration, as well as migration theories, uh, reasons for migration, how we can help migrants, and we're going to also focus on how migrants are different from refugees. So with that being said, we will hop right into it. So to start off, we're going to first define what migration is. Um, The definition, just the Google definition is, uh, human migration involves the movement of people from one place to another with intentions of settling permanently or temporarily at a new location. Uh, To put that more simply, um, human migration is the movement of people from one place in the world to another. And obviously there is a bunch of different kinds of migration. There is internal migration, and this involves moving within a state, country, or continent. Um, Then you have the opposite of this, which is external migration, and this is moving to a different state, country, or continent. And then you have immigration, which is moving into a new country. And then you have return migration, which is moving back where you came from. And then the last major um, type of migration we're going to be focusing on is seasonal migration. And this is moving with moving with each season or in response to labor or climate conditions. Okay, so next we're going to look at the theories for migration. Um, there really is a ton of different migration theories out there. Um, depending on what source you are looking at, it might tell you that there are, uh, these are the main four or these are the main four. But after looking at uh, multiple sources, these are the most these are the four that were in common on most websites. So the first um, migration theory we're going to be looking at is the neoclassical theory. And this theory says that migrants move from societies where labor is abundant and wages are low to societies where labor is scarce and wages are high. So basically, this is this theory is basically just looking at the money aspect of it, um, where people are not, clearly there's not enough jobs, they're not making enough money where they are, so they move where a place, where or a country where jobs are easier to get and the money is more reliable. So then the next theory we're going to look at is uh, the new economic theory. And this theory is very similar to the neoclassical theory, although the societal aspect is taken into account. So this is basically rather than people just looking at how much money they're going to be making or how easy it'll be to get a job, this theory says people are going to look at what life is actually like and how um, people enjoy their or how their well-being is in a certain country compared to other countries. And then we are also going to be looking at the uh, migration systems and networks. And this theory basically says that people move where they can rely on someone they know. So this will automatically attract more migrants as it kind of builds a stable support system where people know each other. And that theory, it basically just focuses on if you know someone, you're going to move there because you're going to obviously be more comfortable than if you're alone. And then uh, the final theory we're going to be looking at is the institutional. 
And this theory, this basically says uh, organizations that developed alongside international migration started to play a role in nurturing and encouraging further migration. So this kind of looks at visas and how easy it might be to get a visa in one country compared to another, because obviously citizenship is extremely important. So um, these are the main four theories. Like I said, there's also a few other theories like the world system theory, uh, mobility transition theory, policy theory. But these are the main four. These are the most, uh, these came up on the most websites. So the next thing we're going to be looking at is how we can help migrants and how they are different from refugees. Now I will be discussing the ways that we can help migrants and even refugees. A lot of people believe this is a problem that is just completely out of reach. But uh, this really just isn't true because there really is a lot that we can do to help. Um, The first thing that we can do, obviously get informed. Um, Figure out what's going on. Um, Obviously use the internet, use social media. There's a lot of pages that uh, show support towards uh, migrations and immigrants. So get informed, help others get informed, share articles, stuff like that. Um, The more people that know what's going on, the more people will be willing to help. Next thing you can do is speak up and speak out. Obviously, talk to your friends and family. Tell them what's going on. Tell them that this problem uh, concerns you and that you would like to help. Uh, Write letters. Um, You can write letters to the editor of your local newspaper. Obviously, it is a pretty big deal if you can get an article in there about refugees and migrants. Uh, There's still a lot of people that read the newspaper, and getting this problem out there in the newspaper is really a great way to show support. Um, obviously support organizations that provide directs to services. So if there's already a lot of organizations that, or if you know of any that support migrants or, um, refugees, um, show them your support, whether this be, I guess, donating or getting involved at whatever activities they're hosting, uh, call your representatives because obviously changing a national policy is seriously probably the most important way you can help immigrants and refugees. Um, obviously it's not something that would happen overnight or anything like that, but it obviously can't happen. You can obviously pick like one thing each week and put a reminder on your calendar to call every week. And just, um, if you make the representatives more aware of what's going on, the chances of, uh, policies getting changed to help migrants and refugees obviously will increase. Um, phone calls obviously get more attention than letters, so it is a, it, it is a bit more efficient than writing letters in some cases. Um, obviously, we can uh, join with others, whether this be uh, go to a rally or protest, or you can even do something as simply as inv- invite friends over to watch a movie about refugees or migrants, and then uh, hopefully this is moving enough for them to get involved as well and realize that this is a big problem. Um what else can you do? You can share a lot. Like I said, you can share a lot of stuff on social media, retweet a lot of pages that already show support towards these issues. Volunteering is huge. You can help people learn English at your like local centers, local homeless centers, stuff like that. And the last thing you can do is vote because obviously, like I previously said, changing the national policy really is the most important way to help immigrants and refugees. And like I said, it's not something that's going to happen overnight, but it does have a great chance of making a huge impact on um, people showing support.
So the next thing we're going to be covering is basically why people migrate and what what causes them to do so. So people migrate for a variety of reasons. Um, they'll often leave their homes for something good, such as a nicer climate, more job opportunities, or a better food supply. These are known as pull factors. So pull factors, obviously, it, it, it means migrants will move for something good or something better. Push factors, on the other hand, they consist of problems that will literally push people out of their homes. So these reasons may include food shortages, war, or flooding. And although it's, it, it is important to not mix migrants up with refugees, as refugees have no choice to leave their homes. They are completely forced to leave, where, whereas migrants, they, they do have a choice. They can stay or leave. They often leave for more opportunities or something better. Um, refugees will often leave due to persecution, threat of violence, or deprivation. And although we already covered uh, many of the reasons why people migrate, some more um, reasons may include uh, economic inequalities, desire for employment, or even both. Um, obviously, economic, political, and environmental factors all play a role in the push and pull factors of labor migration. And lastly, when talking about migrants and refugees, it may be important to note that migrants often have more or better opportunity than refugees, as refugees often have to leave their homes in a complete hurry. And a lot of the time, they have to leave um, a lot of their belongings behind, and even some of their families. Um, it's very common for refugees to be split um, and lose a lot of their family members as they end up in different parts of the world. And obviously, a lot of the times they are lucky to ever even see each other again, as all form of communication is cut off because they don't have anything. So I just thought it was important to note that uh, migrants often do have better opportunity compared to refugees. So that concludes my podcast. Overall, I tried to offer a good understanding on migration and migrants in general. I went over a few topics such as what migration is, as well as different types of migration, migration theories, reasons for migration, um, how we can help migrants, and how our, how migrants are different from refugees, because I do believe this is really important not to mess us up as uh, a lot of the times people use these two terms interchangeably. But with that being said, I hope you all have a good understanding on what migration is, and I hope you enjoyed my podcast. <laughs>